Hi everyone, my name is Victoria and I'm the host for Your Voice, Your Power. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I help create a recycling program at my school, plus some tips for activism and how you can create change at your school or workplace. Before we get into tips for activism and how I got recycling at my school though, I wanted to say that I am hoping to do an episode where I answer your questions about activism, climate change, equality, whatever that you're interested in. I would love to hear from you. So there will be a Google form on my link tree and in the show notes that you can fill out, or you can send in a voice message at anchor.fm slash victoriabogetz0. So either way, I'd love to hear from you. So please submit any questions you have about activism, even like the podcast, whatever topics or important issues you're interested in, send in a question to me and hopefully I can get some questions and answer them on a future episode. So I'd love to hear from you. So if you're interested, send in a question. All right, let's get on to activism and recycling. So, how I created a recycling program. To understand this whole story, I'm going to go back in time a little bit to third grade. So, in third grade, I started to notice that our school is very, like, wasteful, especially during lunchtime. Like, we would throw away all our trays, all our silverware, our milk cartons. Actually, we would recycle our milk cartons, but a lot of people just throw them away. And... It was just like a mess, and I just noticed how much trash, how much food waste was getting thrown away. And I also noticed we didn't have a recycling program, or we didn't have a very good one. They couldn't have too much stuff recycled, and people were just wasting a bunch of stuff. Of course, no other third graders really cared about this, but I did. So I made some recycling posters above the trash cans. It was something like, wait, can you recycle this? And it was like a list of things you can recycle. Um, I also made a kids magazine called KSE, not KFC, KSE stands for Kids Save the Earth. It had about one issue and like one person read it before I gave up on it because everyone thought I was saying KFC. So that didn't take off, but at least I tried. I learned from my mistakes. And in fifth grade, I did a petition to stop, like, throwing stuff away. I don't even know what the petition was. I was pretty much just like, don't use plastic. It was a really bad petition. Again, I learned from my mistakes. Um, But I got my whole class to sign it, and it hung up on the wall. I never did anything with it. But that was kind of like my recycling journey thing. I made a lot of mistakes. I did not do, I did not really make any positive change. But I learned from my mistakes. And in the summer before seventh grade, the grade I'm in now, I thought about like what I'd done in the past. And like still our schools were really just throwing a bunch of stuff away, especially at lunch. And I sent an email to the school district. 
I actually afterwards, I was kind of embarrassed because I was like, they're actually going to read that. But I always feel like I don't do enough. Like, I always feel like, oh, I want to do something about this. Like, I want to protest. I want to do a petition. But I never do, and I always feel bad about it. Like, wish I did something. Um, so, on the one hand, I was embarrassed. The other hand, I was proud of myself for, like, actually doing something and not just talking about it. But I sent that through. And then in seventh grade, people were like, hey, like, teachers were like, hey, were you the one that sent that email? And, like, the superintendent read it. And now I was, like, I was kind of embarrassed again. But I was actually glad because my mom is the president of the PTSA, Parent Teacher Student Association. And she had me go to one of the meetings and they were talking about, like, doing recycling. And they were like, hey, Tori, weren't you the one who suggested that? I was like, yes. So that email actually caused the PTSA to kind of create a program. Well, it turns out they were paying for a recycling program the next year. So when I'm in eighth grade, hopefully we'll have something like that. But right now they um, actually took some buckets and like tubs, cardboard boxes and put them around and in the classrooms and people recycled paper. Except we didn't have like a place to put that. So me and my mom and some other parents we will take them home like um, once a week and we recycle them at our house and then we bring them in back to school. So it's not the most efficient system, but just like I realized lately how much stuff we recycled that could have otherwise been thrown away. So I'm really glad I ended up sending that email because now we have like a recycling program type thing until we get a real one next year. And I actually did not do a very good job of following through with the idea. Because like I said, I was embarrassed. I was just like, I'm going to let the PTSA do this. And I don't really want to carry stuff home every week. But lately, I've started to try and like do more to that. Help out with the recycling. And I'm really glad I did that. So just I think if you're scared to like if you want to do something about an issue, do it. Because you never know what positive change could happen. Yeah, I mean, like, the worst thing that happened with KSE was people thought I was selling KFC, so. And don't be scared, and try to make change about issues that you care about. Even if you don't think you are an activist, you can become one. Activism is just about, like, you know, helping make the world a better place. Like, you don't have to go protest in Washington, D.C. to be an activist. There's plenty of ways to do that, so if you're nervous... I would say jump in and make change. I guess that's the first activism tip. Um, I would my second activism tip is like related to what you already like to do or what you're already good at. So like if you're a fashion designer and you want to like help make the world a better place, maybe you want to make clothes for people of all bodies or something like that. Maybe if you're in a writer you want to make like diverse books so just kind of like relate maybe what you want to make change with with what you already do or you're already good at so you can make change and especially if you're nervous to make change this is a good way to do that it's like small and you can make a difference without having to do any like scary big things um then I think 
Tip number three is like find some like-minded people who you want to join. Like I know climate movements, like there's a sunrise movement, Fridays for the Future. Those are all youth-led, by the way, but adults, I'm sure there's climate movements too. And just find something, like find people that agree with you. And like at my school, I've joined some clubs. I joined the diversity club, which focuses on like diversity, obviously, but also like accepting people from different backgrounds. And at my school, there's also the Genders and Sexualities Alliance, which I'm not a part of, but it pretty much just focuses on making a safe space for the LGBTQ plus community. So you could join something like that at your school. There's also the Builders Club at my school where we do like, I'm in that club, projects like a food drive, clean school cleanup, that type of thing. So any like clubs or organizations that you'd like to be a part of um, and focus on the same issues that you're passionate about, I highly recommend joining. Um, then tip number three is don't think, like, you have to do a big thing. Like, I, I don't know, like, this kind of, like, you don't feel like you have to, like, write a petition and tell, like, everyone about it. Like, activism can be something as simple as, like, doing positive chalk, like, messages on the, at the park. You can maybe make a sign in your window that says, like, um, something, like, with climate change, like, the seas are rising and so are we, something. And just kind of doing little things is still really important. And it's not like you have to do like huge things. Like you don't have to organize like a nonprofit to be an activist. So yeah, just do what you're comfortable with and just try to make the world a better place because every little bit helps. Obviously, you're not going to solve a big issue on your own, but you can make a difference. So I believe in you. Okay, tip number four, or is it five? I don't know. The next tip, it doesn't really matter though. The next tip is to kind of like research whatever you'd like to do. Because when I was doing my petition, I researched about petitions later on. So now I know about them. But at the time, I did not know that your petition was supposed to have a specific goal. I did not know that you were supposed to have someone like that's directed at like none of that so my petition was pretty much just like save the fish like I did not have a goal so it's good to like do your research kind of learn about things before you jump right in and better to know what you're talking about and just kind of like have a good idea of what you want to do and what your issue is even so yeah then my next activism tip is focus on intersectionality if possible because even if you're doing like a climate change related thing it's great to get other voices involved like um people of color women members of the lgbtq plus community anything it's just really important to focus on intersectionality in whatever you want to do um the next tip i have is to like, get others involved. Like, talk to your friends about what you want to do with um, that and see if they want to help you out. Maybe you'll even, like, find a group of people that you do awesome stuff with. It's just great to get other people involved because, honestly, activism solo is not that exciting. So, I would highly recommend getting other people involved in whatever you want to do. 
Um, before we end this episode, I wanted to share a story that is happening very near me, actually, in a school district right in the same area as me. A few girls who played sports were noticing that their sports programs were really not being treated equally to the boys' sports programs, so they spoke up about it, and now their parents are suing the school district, and this is happening right near me. These girls saw something that was unfair, saw something they wanted to speak up about, and they did, and now hopefully they're going to get changed because of it. So I just wanted to use this as an example because if you want to speak about something, do speak up because you never know what could happen. And even right now with the NCAA, with the girls' weight rooms being really kind of pathetic compared to the boys, someone posted something about it like on Twitter. Now it's on the news and people are aware that there is inequality there. So just kind of speaking up about things that are bothering you, any issues that you care about, you never know what could happen. Maybe something big could happen. Maybe you could make a really big difference. So speak up about whatever you care about. And I just wanted to share those examples because I think those are a great example of people speaking up and change happening. So I think that's all I have. Those are my activism tips. If you have any other tips, send in a voice message for me at anchor.fm slash victoriabogats0. Um, or anything like if you want to be an activist, I would say just go for it. I hope you do try to make the world a better place. And thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. And of course, if you're enjoying my podcast, subscribe, share all that. I really appreciate your support. And stay tuned for my next episode. Okay, bye.